What's up, everybody? This is DWC, episode four of the podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and Amazon Music and everything that RSS drops our shit on. Whatever they got, whatever y'all got, y'all can listen to us. Uh, make sure that you follow us on Twitter at DWC2022 and on Instagram on Defense Wins Championships 2022. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to the podcast. Hit our 1,000 downloads. Um, hit that last week. It was at like 1,003. Uh, we got listeners all over the nation, uh, more than just Ohio. And we got some people out in the country of uh, Australia and Brazil. So shout out to all those people. Um, y'all are y'all are my homies. Y'all are our homies. We really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna switch it up a little bit, uh, trying to keep it fresh and uh, new for you guys, so you guys aren't just listening to the same stuff. Um, if you guys liked the old stuff, that's fine too. Uh, make sure that if you have a game that you want us to talk about, uh, just tweet at us or message us. Hey talk about this game can you guys talk about this game for the podcast i'm a i'm a fan of the bills talk about the bills like you know we're flexible we'll do whatever um but we're gonna go ahead and get into our notable games of the week uh read go ahead and read us off our first one all right our first game that we felt like was noteworthy that we needed to talk about and happened early on in the day was the Saints at the Packers. The Packers won 18 to 17 and came back from 17 down in the fourth quarter in 10 minutes. So I felt like that was definitely something we needed to, to discuss. And Derek Carr got hurt. So, yeah, um, it looked the Saints looked like oddly good with Derek Carr. It was just kind of like a we're not to like nobody be tuning into the Saints games, but they'd be winning. And this is good for this is good for the Jordan Love agenda. This is great for the Jordan Love agenda. Usually, um, I mean, usually this kind of stuff happens. Like if you're if your starting quarterback goes out, um, it's more like in college if your starting quarterback gets, goes out. Usually the backup is just poop. But you yeah. think, yeah, Jameis Winston, NFL ready quarterback. Um, yeah, be able to at least keep it. You know, I mean, they had a huge lead to at yeah. least keep it within, and you know, come out with a W. But he was he was horrible and awful, or awful. Yeah, I think I really, honestly, if Derek Carr didn't get hurt, I think it was a shoulder injury. Like yeah, said, and it looks like there was something that came out a few days ago or yesterday that said. It looks like the Saints are gearing up for Derek Carr to be out for a little bit. So I don't think if he got hurt, the Packers would have won this game. No. Um, <clears throat> in saying that, nonetheless, scoring 18 points in 10 minutes is pretty impressive on any NFL team, let alone the Saints yeah. who have a really good defense. Um, I don't know. Jordan Love is like weird in a sense because he's – Obviously, the arm talent's there. He mimics, like, if you watch him on film, he mimics how Aaron Rodgers kind of leans 
fades away. It's it's so interesting to watch him play. But I do think he has been opportunistic in a way in the red zone because he hasn't really thrown for a lot of yards and he really hasn't thrown like had a bunch of attempts, but I think he's really been capitalizing when he's needed to. So it's made him look a lot better than he's actually played. Um, yeah, he it's, it's something about um, those Packer quarterbacks, man. They just master the sidearm, the little flick. Yeah, it looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, definitely greens, definitely style points. Yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. Throws. Yeah, I don't. We're all waiting. I think we're all waiting for how um, explosive this offense can be when Watson comes back. Christian Watson um, back this week. Oh, he is nice. Yeah. Uh, I do think they have. I, I think Christian Watson will like complete the offense uh, wide receiver wise because they can have some uh, a guy take over the top, but they have like. Really secure pass catchers and Romeo Dobbs. He had like an insane catch um, for a touchdown, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Jaden <laughs> Jaden Reed, Jaden Reed, um, who I think is one of the better slot players in the NFL right now. I have an agenda you, on him. Yeah, you uh, you were the one that pointed that out before the season started. I was. I, I'm locked in, bro. I'm locked in. Uh, he had a. He had a. He had a good game. He had a back-to-back good games. Uh, so I think he's building that rapport with Jordan Love. But, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be an issue on your quarterback if they land, if they get tackled and land on their side and then a 300-pound man lands on that side. It's that almost always – Yeah, Rashawn Gary. It's almost always going to be a shoulder injury or like a shoulder stinger. Um, so we'll have to see how long Derek Carr's out. Um, I, I don't know how, so if you have like Saints receivers on your fantasy, I don't know how Jameis Winston's going to be. He might, I mean, Olave and Michael Thomas had a combination of, I want to say 32, I think I saw it on Twitter, 32 targets in the game. Um, so they're definitely going to get looked at. You just have to see how many of those throws are accurate and they can come down with the ball. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't I think this game spoke more about what the Packers can be than what like obviously Derek Carr got hurt, so I don't think this game really <clears throat> ultimately affected them mentally. Yeah. In a way, like the Saints will be fine in their division. Like even without Derek Carr, they can still win those games. Yeah. Plus, they were on the road, so they probably shouldn't have beat. I mean, the Packers were, I think, dogs at home, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. But I think this spoke volumes to what the Packers can be, and this should give them confidence leading into division games. Like, they play the Lions tomorrow night, so we'll see if that carries over into the next week. But like I said, the Saints, it sucks that Derek Carr got hurt, but I still think they have every bit of chance to win the division that they're playing in. Yeah, their division is not good, so they can still come out on top. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next game, which eh, some may say this was the most interesting game of the week. Uh, the Broncos lost to the Dolphins 70-20, to and I don't think 
it's been a long time since I've seen points like this scored on a team. Yeah. <clears throat> this is like a college score. Kind of yeah. embarrassing. It's like the most interesting blowout in a hot minute. Um, this is like, it's weird because it was on, like, you would think, like, 70 to 20, like, holy shit, like, Tua had, like, a 600-yard game. But I was literally the run game. I know. It was weird. I, like, like, it's so crazy how a team, and they would have kicked a field goal, but they, Tua said they they wanted to treat the Broncos like humans, which I think is even more disrespectful than kicking the field goal for you to say that. Um, but like scoring 10 times by like your team scoring 10 times in an NFL game, like some teams, <laughs> Steelers, some teams don't even score 10 times in four games. <laughs> yeah. And for you to do it in one game is crazy. It's yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I like, this is, is this not, this has been the best offensive showing I've seen in a long time from all facets. It was pretty ridiculous watching it. And man, are the Broncos bad. Like, I think it was a little bit of both of the Broncos being really bad and, the Dolphins being really good. I think it's somewhere somewhere along the lines that met in the middle. Yeah. Just a perfect storm. But this is like I mean, I don't want to say it's code red yet for the Broncos. Like I even have them bottom half of their division at the start of the year, and I have him. I even said like he doesn't have the pieces to make it what he wants as mm-hmm. of now. So but in saying that. Even if you don't have all the pieces, we're all professionals out here, right? You should not be yeah. getting beat by 50 to another NFL team. <laughs> and considering that you have Russell Wilson, who's a Hall of Fame QB, I'm just like, come on, people. Yeah, it doesn't help them that even, like, the shit teams put up a fight a little bit against, like, the better teams. Um, some shit teams won this this week, or some... As we say, are like the bottom ten teams in the league won this week. But, yeah, um, yeah, this was bad. I mean, do you? I think, I think especially now, and it was like, and we'll talk about this later with our picks. But like, I think now, a hundred percent. With the 70-point game, I think we need to have a conversation on this might be the worst regression of a defense that I've seen in a long time. Like, I remember the Broncos were, like, a top-five defense last year, and not only did they get 70 put on their head, they had 30 put on their head by the Raiders, who we just watched stink it up Sunday night. Yeah, I'm... I don't disagree at all. I mean, who is the D coordinator? Who did he bring over? Um, Isn't it uh my god I can look it up real fast. I thought it was like uh it's Vance Joseph. Yeah, I knew it was something Joseph. 
where did he come from last? But either way, it is that is just so bad. Like I, they had what Fangio for a while. I don't know why they didn't just keep him. To be honest with you, he was. Uh... Oh my God! No, who was it? Oh, they had a young defensive coordinator last year. He was super good. Um. They had a. I remember because I remember Vance Joseph was the the head coach. Evero. Easy uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where did he go? I remember the Broncos had Vance Joseph as a head coach like six years ago, I think. Oh, he's the Panthers D coordinator now. What a hire. He must have got but, a lot more money. But even like, like the drop off shouldn't be this horrendous. Like, Sean Payton, I mean... Do you think he has a locker room? Like, do you think they just don't care? Do you think it's like a Jets situation where they just do not care? I mean, when you get beat by 50 in the NFL, it's definitely going to raise some eyebrows. It makes me think that they just quit on the game. I mean, I I just... I don't know. I mean, the, I think the Dolphins are probably the best team in football right now, like how they've played. Yeah. But it's still no excuse to lose by this much. Like I can't even fathom it. Like if my team lost by fifty, I would probably not watch another game because it, it's like it's that's different a joke. than like like it's just a bad team. Like I think like like you got a two hundred plus million dollar quarterback. It's not playing like they just got two hundred plus million dollars. Um, you gotta, I mean, Sean Payton is a great coach, you know, don't get me wrong. I think Sean Payton is a offensive genius, but like, he's like, it's different than like, uh, Mike McDaniel where like, I, I would, I would want to play for Mike McDaniel. You know, he's a fun guy. Motherfucker was in the stands with the fans talking to the fans. Like, when have you ever seen a coach do that? I think he's just, just such a guy a dressed up as him. I swear that wasn't him. There's no I hope way. I hope I I hope that was him, bro. I it swear it was just too a much. Troll. It looked too much like him not to be him. But you know that would that would be something he would do. That'd be so disrespectful. It would like be funny. that shit. Because I saw it on Twitter is like Mike McDaniel asking like, "Yo, who you got on fantasy, bro? I'll make sure they get the ball." <laughs> like that shit was so funny. Um, but that's something he would do. Like, he's a fucking goofball. It's like one of those goofballs that's just like a fucking nerd at the game and can, like, scheme so many things, and it helps having... And they didn't even have Waddle, bro. It helps having just, like, the fastest players. Like, all of their skill positions, running back, wide receivers, like, average, like, a 4-3 and lower. It's crazy. Um, say they're the team to beat right now, for sure. Same. Um, and we were literally talking about it over the weekend. I was like, I don't, I dead ass don't think Tyree Kill runs routes. I think he just runs around. <laughs> and then I mean, implementing, because now all the teams do it, them implementing Tyree Kill to like start with uh, at least two thirds of a uh, head of steam when he runs his routes, bro, that's unbeatable. Yeah, a lot of teams are starting to mimic that for sure. I mean, the pre-snap motion, like if you look at the top teams, um, or if you look at the teams that run the most pre-snap motion, it's like the 49ers, Green Bay, uh, the Dolphins, 
Um, there was one more. Oh, the Lions. <clears throat> all like really good offenses, right? Yeah. Like all offenses that have played well, but they're all all of them came from the same coaching tree, which is funny. So <laughs> and now I saw other teams implementing it. I saw Bill implementing it on special teams. Like it's not a bad idea to to do it. Um but like I was saying about uh Sean Payton, like I think Sean Payton's a great coach, but Sean Payton is kind of like a dictator. Like like you need to do the things he wants you to do. And well and yeah, can we just talk about how like he has he's been out of the league for two years and a lot changes in the NFL. Yeah. From then. So like I feel like he's gonna have to loosen up and really find a new way of doing things. Like I'm yeah. not saying his way is wrong and it can't work ever again, but like there's so many new coaches, um, so many new defenses, offenses, like he's gonna have to adapt and like overcome this whole new like era of the NFL yeah. per se. And I mean he already he already knew what he was getting into. I mean there's already turmoil in the locker room with uh, Nathaniel Hackett and how Russ had his own office, like former players couldn't even get a hold of him. Like they already knew he already knew what they're getting into. So like it's different. Like you can be to me, I mean if I was an NFL player, I'm not, but if I was an NFL player, you can be a hard ass if we're winning. You know, but if you're a hard ass and, and if I'm on defense and you're a hard ass and I see our offense playing like absolute dog shit, like I'm not gonna wanna listen to you. Because you're on my ass. Why why like bro, why are you letting up seventy seventy points? But as I always say, it's not like it's not like the NFL plays make it take it. The offense gets the ball too. And if they can't do shit, you know, that's leaving us more out in the field and we get tired and there's more injuries and stuff. Yeah, I so, mean. I don't know, man. Yeah, like like we said, the Dolphins are the team to beat. Uh, we're doing our power rankings uh, next week. And, you know, if they if they beat the Bills, man, Dolphins deserve that one spot, bro. I'm not going to lie. That's a big game. That's I a big know, game for our division. You pick the Dolphins, I pick the Bills. Um. All right, let's move on. We've been talking about the Broncos way too long. They don't deserve any of our time. <laughs> um, let's go to the Chargers at the Vikings. The Vikings lost 24 to 28. Or 20. Yeah, the Chargers won 28 to 25. Or 24. Good Lord. Damn. Am I drunk right now? The, the Chargers won 28 to 24. And, and somewhat. All right, let me start this out by saying I saw a stat over the weekend that Justin Herbert is 20 and 5 when his defense doesn't allow 28 plus points. Just yeah, yeah, just think that. about just think about what I just said like whatever, he's 20 and 5, great record, 28 plus points. No NFL defense should be allowing 28 plus points. You shouldn't have a stat in your what is this his fourth year? Mm-hmm. In your fourth year or third year. Is this the third year? I thought it was his fourth. Either way, the man has played like fucking 38 games. And he has a stat like 50 50% of the time, basically, because he's 20 and 5 on those wins, that his defense is allowed 28 plus points. Like, can we get this man a defense or is he always just going to be in hell? 
He's played the cleanest football out of any QB in the league so far this year. Zero interceptions, zero turnovers. No other QB has that. Staley yeah. needs to get fired. It's so weird in the sense of like, like, like we always say, this is when we're going to say it again. All right. It's probably our 50th time saying it. And I know my <laughs> friends are tired of me saying it because I say it all the fucking time. If you are a head coach in the NFL and you have the, like, you are known, like, you either are offensive or defensive head coach, right? 49ers, offensive head coach. Their offense is fucking phenomenal. Dolphins, offensive head coach. The offense is fucking phenomenal. Brandon Staley, defensive head coach. Their defense is shit. Like, that's not, that's not, if I'm, I'm not hiring you to be a motivator. You know, I can hire a motivator. I can get, I can get the local, excuse my language, I can get the fucking local crackhead in LA to give me a better speech. You know, I can give $50. Like, I'm hiring you for your knowledge, your schemes on making my, that side of the ball better. Yeah, it's bad. And, and it's like, it's like if I'm Herbert, I'm throwing 350 for what? You know, 353 touchdowns for what? The, the worst part about it is he got away with robbery last week. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth and one on your own 25-yard line when you're up four points and he decided to go for it and they didn't get it. That right there, if I'm the owner of a team, you're fucking fired. That you're is fired. a fireable offense. Literally punt the ball and make the Vikings drive the field with, like, fucking a minute left. What are we doing? On our own 25, we're up four. That is the yeah. most – I know maybe, I love maybe analytics. It's reverse psychology, bro. I love analytics. I fucking love them. They should be on every team. But, my God, I know for a fact that the fourth and one to go was – not green on that fucking play for analytics. Like you what, should. What play did they run? I think it was like a fucking run up the middle. They didn't even let Herbert throw it, which is even worse. My issue with that is it's fourth and one, right? Um, last time I checked on the uh, bio chart for Herbert, is it the motherfucker six six? Yeah, I'm mean, not. I think we sneak it. Yeah, you could have QB sneaked it one, or Herbert was 40 of 47 for 405 yards. I mean, the motherfucker wasn't missing. I think that was the best completion percentage with that many throws, like, ever. Yeah, we're not acting like the Vikings' defense is the Legion of Boom. And we're also not acting like Keenan Allen, their best receiver, didn't have 18 receptions for 215 yards. Like, get that man on a fucking dig route and just throw him the ball. Yeah, it's like this is just coaching malpractice. Get this fucking guy off the team. Do you think it was reverse psychology, bro? Maybe no. I maybe they did it because the Lions are freaking out, bro. He's lucky. Close, we got a score. No, you know how fucking lucky he is. Fucking T.J. Hawkinson dropped the game-winning touchdown pass. Yeah, that was a fucking dying. That was a bullet by fucking Kirk Cousins, and he dropped it. I was like. Chargers, you do not deserve to win this game. You fucking don't. You don't deserve Herbert. Please let that man leave. 
it was crazy because like in like game like game speed that just looked like it got hit out or something but when they yeah. did the zoom in on the replay i was like oh my god like that was a fucking dot mm-hmm. i would also and, like to point out that kellen moore has done a great job with that offense mm-hmm. clean football a lot of pre-snap motion they look really good but the defense fucking sucks so yeah, and the, the Vikings, decisions are bad. Vikings are back to losing their one-score games. Yeah, we'll talk about that more later on <laughs> in, the, in the podcast. All right, let's go to the a bit of a stunner, the Cardinals at the Cowboys. No, 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 let's start with the Colts first. Okay. So two stunners back Another to Another bit of a at, stunner. <laughs> yeah, Colts at the Ravens. The Colts won 22 to 19. Um. The biggest thing that stuck out to me was that Lamar had numerous opportunities to close this game out, and he just couldn't do it. Yeah, it's so weird of, like, usually, and you get a lot of this when um, your favorite team or a friend of your favorite team's uh, team is bad. Oh, we're a second-half team, bro. The Ravens are a first-half team. They're, like, elite in the first half, and then after halftime, it goes to shit. I don't, I don't know what, what's going on. Um, I mean, yeah, the Ravens have a shit ton of injuries, but, like, I saw on, uh, like, Zay Flowers' route tree, and that shit was ass. Yeah, they need to mix that on. shit up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but it's it's almost, it's weird on, like, I, I would want to be in a defensive room, like a, um, what is that called? Like a meeting, like a defensive meeting on what to, how to game plan two completely different QBs. So now you have two completely different styles. Because like AR is like, he runs, he throws fucking bullets, he's a deep ball, blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to fucking... The savvy Gardner mentioned. Well, that's what I, that's what I said. Like when you mix and match QBs like that, it's harder on the defense because they don't have the film to like cover. Because Minshew's never played for the Colts, right? Yeah, he didn't play last year for the Colts. What the? I mean, you can look at his tendencies from other teams, but he doesn't really have that much film. So yeah, he can win you one to three games a year just off of playing. <laughs> yeah, and it's especially. Uh, I saw my uh, co-host pick him up. It was especially good for um, Josh Downstock. I think I think I, I'm a big Josh Downs fan. That was a big boy um, pickup. Big boy pickup. I think yeah, I think he's gonna be really good. Um, but you usually like if that kind of happens, they like I, from what I've seen on backup QBs. Whoever they had the report with over training camp and practice, you can see it. Like you can see um, by the throws that they're making with that wide receiver and whatnot. And um, like, I, hey, this is why I fucking picked him on my team, bro. Michael Pittman keeps getting hella targets, and he's a shirt. He catches the ball. He's good. Now it might be a fucking out for eight yards, but you know he catches the ball. <laughs> um, but everybody, you know, a team really, you know, a team realistically can't go 17, 17 and 0, 18 and 0, 19 and 0. There's, there's rarely ever an undefeated season. So you'll always get 
you know, a game where you're like, how did we lose to them? Yeah. The fuck were we doing? But yeah, it was just an ugly game on all fronts. Maybe they were looking past the Colts and looking forward to the Browns next week. I don't fucking know, but um, I, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Um, I think especially with the injuries, they're probably still trying to figure out what they can and can't do. But because I because Justice Hill wasn't available, mm. uh, Kenyon Drinka just came back. I mean, even though he's been with the team before, you know, there's new OC, so he'd have to learn new plays and new formations and whatnot. So I think the Ravens will be fine, but this was a good steal for the Colts. Yeah, it was a big steal. They're actually leading their division now. And AR's coming back, right? I saw he's at practice. He's at a concussion protocol, but who knows if he'll play. You know how they're weird about that. Yeah. Hopefully he's back and he gets some reps. Trying to see them actually take control of this division. Yeah. Let's get it. Fucking wide open now. It is wide open. The Jaguars are one and two. Just got blown out by the Texans. Nasty work. All right. Let's go to the Cardinals. Cowboys at the Cardinals. The Cardinals won 28 to 16. And a pretty much, I mean, Cardinals kind of handled them in a way. I think we found. And maybe it was just one game, but it looked like it could be more than just one game. The weakness of this team, run the ball up the middle between the tackles. Yeah, it's sweet up the middle, man. I mean, it is sweet. Every time I looked up, it was fucking James Conner getting six yards. I mean, it helps when you have a QB like Josh Dobbs who can be a threat to run also because mm-hmm. he has one or two big runs a game for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, James Conner looked unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Cardinals, man, they play fucking hard. It's not like um, I think Rich. I think Rich has a good, a good. He just needs to get more guys. But I think he has a good system built. Where uh, and Josh Dobbs is a grown up. You know, it's not like some bum or some like second year rookie coming in. Um, I think you know if you can get everybody on the same page, there's not really any any. The good thing about the Cardinals, um, maybe Marquise is a little bit of one, but there's not really any like divas, you know, on yeah. that team. So if you can get everybody on, especially with Kyler Murray out, because he is a diva, but if you can get uh, everybody on like a one sound mind uh, and just play hard, I think you'll be fine. Uh, like I said with the Ravens, I think the Cowboys are just looking past the Cardinals and then just got smacked in the mouth. And that, you know, if you. That's what happens when you play an NFL team. It's not like you're playing Charlotte or like, um, oh my God, who does Alabama always play? Fucking Citadel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, these are grown ass men wanting to put food on the table for their families. And, you know, they want that game check. So you're going to, you're going to play people. They're going to smack you in the mouth. And the Cardinals are good at that, especially with the help with James Conner. Uh, I've always liked James Conner. Conner, I knew he wasn't going to be a stealer for life, but um, what he's really good at is running downhill and smacking the mouth. And they did a great job. Um, Funny-ass fucking final drive from the Cowboys that ended up in a pick. I don't. You Do you know what Dak was looking at? I have no idea what that man was looking at. I don't know. I don't know if he thought the wide receiver was going to break out to the right or if they're just It had to be a miscommunication. That just looked horrible because he really threw it into nothing. 
Like yeah. he threw it into the void. So I'm not really sure. Like the Cowboys' biggest problem in the game to me was red zone efficiency. And mm-hmm. I saw something which is hilarious. I forgot to talk about it on the Chargers, but the Chargers' red zone efficiency is top five in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are bottom half, like Oof. I think seven, like mid teens to low teens. But it was like <laughs> I was like, well, there's something there that got flipped, right? Because last year the Chargers were bottom half in red mm-hmm. zone, but Kellen Moore is now on the Chargers. If no one knew, Kellen Moore went to the Chargers <laughs> as the OC, and the Cowboys are stuck with McCarthy calling plays. So that could bite them in the ass when they face good teams. Because the number one thing in the NFL, like when it comes to scoring, like the hardest place to score is the red zone. Mm-hmm. If you can't score in the red zone, you're not going to win any games. And kicking field goals is not viable in most NFL games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was interesting. But, yeah, uh, the Cardinals, they play hard every week. So I'm excited to see how many wins they actually get this year because def- I think they might get more wins than last year if they keep playing like this and Kyler Murray does come back. Yeah, as long as they can stay on the same page, I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, interesting. Those were our five noteworthy games of the week. Uh, you want to move on straight to the headlines we got? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're going to move on to another new segment that we're going to have pretty much every week, just headlines of the week, and it's just going to basically be some of the more interesting topics or singular player topics or locker room issues, per se. We're just going to cover all of it. Um, I'm going to start with the least interesting to the most. Okay, so the first one we have is the tush push. If you don't know what that is, it's when Jalen Hurts – Lines up under center and two big boys behind him, and it's a QB sneak, and they push him forward, and it's pretty much unstoppable. Um, a lot of people are talking about it, there's a lot of dialogue behind it, and basically, people are saying it should get banned. Some people say, Get better, kid. You know, it's just like, Where do we go from here? Do you think you think it's going to get banned or not? Uh, well, what's your opinion on it? Um, I don't necessarily, I didn't have really much of an opinion on it. I get it. Like when you have the weapons to do it, then do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when Richard Sherman said that the defensive players aren't allowed to push other defensive players for safety purposes, then I was like, oh, well, that is kind of an unfair advantage because if the defenders can't do it, Why can the offense do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was a good point, and I'm not opposed to them getting rid of it because whatever. If you can't have that – because we know what it – like, it only got stopped, what, once last year? Yeah. And it was by Washington. I don't know Mm -hmm. how the fuck they did it, but that D-line is always good, so. Yeah, they just have a bunch bunch of big boys there. I'm okay with them getting rid of it, to be honest with you. It makes it more fun on third and fourth down. We know they're not just going to fucking – line up under center and just dive forward. Yeah, I mean, you literally, they can, like I've seen where it's like second down, three into the goal line, and they ran it twice. Like, yep, you're guaranteed, if it doesn't get stopped, oddly, from like, not getting enough push or something, you're guaranteed about two, three yards every trip. 
That is so, the real annoying part, in my opinion, when you said they run it back to back. Yeah. Like, come on. That's what they did that um, uh, two games ago. They ran it back to back, which I was like, oh, they're going to get it at this point. Uh, I just, I'm just so shocked that I haven't seen injuries yet from it. Because uh, they are just diving down. You know, that's a lot, as we say, that's a lot of meat on the ground. I'm surprised nobody's had injured. I'm glad nobody has. Um, I know we heard that Buccaneers uh, fan wanting Hurts to get injured, which is the dumbest thing. I mean, we hate teams. You know, I hate the Browns. I hate the Bengals. I hate the Ravens. You know, I have my teams that I hate. But I never wish for a player to get injured. That's literally the dumbest thing. Like, I don't wish you to get injured at your fucking work job. You know, I don't hope you get carpal tunnel typing. Like, that'd be so stupid. Um (laughs) But I mean, I'm I'm I am also you know if it got banned, I wouldn't be pissed. I mean, one team runs it, so it's not really. It'd be different than if every team ran it. Then I'll be like, yeah, like this is gonna get crazy. But one team runs it, so it wouldn't be that hard to ban it since one team runs it. Um, it's just that the Eagles, the Eagles have the um, manpower and the opportunity to run this kind of play. Um, that's just it's, part, and it's not like it's not like um, they can't get. It'd be different if they couldn't get a first down or a touchdown without it. They have enough weapons and enough play calls that they can definitely score on a fourth down, or yeah. they can definitely get the first down. Yeah, I just, I just like, and then when you really think about it, like a lot of. QB sneaks also have the running back and the fullback in there to push the QB forward. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to get rid of the tush push, you got to kind of get rid of all QB sneaks. I mean, yeah, they're just going to do a QB sneak. I feel like that would be the – but then again, like, it's so weird to just get rid of that because it is so useful. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you think about it in terms of viewership and what makes it more interesting, this and that is like – all right, they're not going to be able to run a QB sneak here. They have to actually call a good play. It makes it more interesting for the viewer. In turn, the NFL has a better product. So I feel like they will ultimately get rid of this play. Yeah, I mean, it was on it was on the like, talk about a ballot last year. So people are already complaining about it this year. So they'll probably get rid of it, which, sorry, Eagles fans. But, I mean, you'll be able to get a first down or a touchdown without it anyways. Your team's good enough. Yeah, I'm not like pressed about it, but I'm also not an Eagles fan. But I yeah, don't think they should like, be. It doesn't really affect us over here at DWC because we rarely play the Eagles. Uh, the Steelers played the Eagles last year and they hung up 30 on us. They didn't really need a tush push. So you know, it doesn't really <laughs> fucking affect me. I watched AJ Brown get like 202 two tutties on my defense. So they didn't have the opportunity to show me a tush push because they were just smoking my team. So, yeah. I don't, I, you know, it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. So, as we all know, Travis Kelsey seems to be dating Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> Swifties rejoice. Yeah, it's weird to be even talking about this, but I feel like it's somewhat news in the NFL. Should we be worried about Swifties taking over the NFL because I feel like they have 0.0 idea what is going on. Yeah, I mean, it is cool seeing, like, like 
jersey sellouts and people buying tickets now like it is good for the nfl good brand good brand uh opportunities um i did think it was funny like seeing the tiktoks of like oh look at travis looking at taylor in oh the, my god in the booth. i was like bruh he's looking at the fucking jumbotron like he couldn't even like you know how high up the booth is i couldn't even probably see fucking taylor and now that was so dumb um i did see an informational uh tiktok as well it was like here here's uh news news about football for the girlies it was uh like the teams in the divisions so um that, you know, it, it could lead to bringing in a new viewership i mean there are going to be some of the swifties that are like oh football is fucking boring and not be interested and then there could be some that are like oh wow football's that like actually cool so like i see no downside to the nfl for this uh, that's true marketing wise i yeah. think it'll viewership and jersey sales even though it's coming from one team i mean still that's helping the nfl um and ticket sales i mean there's swifties everywhere so they'll be going to a a, a game because the chiefs are at the stadium so i think it's hilarious i don't know how long it's gonna last you know i don't know if this is gonna go all the way to the super bowl if the, if the chiefs make it which i think will be funny if they play the eagles again because uh Taylor Swift is an Eagles fan. She's from Philly. Or not Philly, but she's from Pennsylvania, near Philly. So I think that'll be hilarious. Um but yeah, I just think it's some, I just think it's something fun, just something cute. We're just we're over at DWC just waiting a couple year or two now to hear Travis Kelsey get name dropped in a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> she doesn't really have the best track record of of keeping her relationships, so but you know, it was fun. It's fun seeing her up in the up in the booth talking to Travis's mom. You know, she pulled a veteran move, was helping out cleaning. That's what you always do. Always do that to impress the parents, y'all. Make sure you clean up uh, if you guys are at an event. Parents love that shit. So, you know, W Swifties, W Travis Kelsey, love seeing it. Good for the brand. W Bearcats, W Chiefs. I'm a big <laughs> fan of the Swifties. Um, Maybe, you know, date Pat Fryer. Well, I think he has a wife. Date somebody from the Steelers. Date Najee. Najee, uh, pull up with uh, Olivia Rodrigo and we get some of the we get some people over there. Oh my god. <laughs> it's about to be the floor now. Everybody's about to slide in the pop. Listen, star our two teams are not good enough to be having Taylor Swift clout around. <laughs> like yeah, the- we 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 wouldn't uh, our fans. They're too mean. They're no, our, yeah, our fans would not get along with those those fans at all. They'd be like, "Why are they so rude? Oh my god!" Yeah, they would have to like any of the pop stars would have to stay in the box. Like, there's not like they would get heckled so much. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing either. I think it's bringing a lot of like just the fact that he gained four hundred thousand followers. Yeah, I think is it's hilarious. Dude. Ridiculous. Who are these bots? Who are around. all you people? Yeah, like, yeah, her clout is crazy, and it's just going to bring more viewership to the NFL. All right, let's go to Devontae Adams. And I'm going to read the quote because the quote is actually pretty, pretty straightforward, in my opinion. 
he tries to make it not, but there's some controversy with Devontae. He doesn't really want to be in the Raiders anymore, it seems like. So I'm going to read the quote. And I quote Devontae Adams, I don't got time to wait around. It's not a personal thing. I mean, it is a personal thing, but it ain't just about me. And then he went on to say, it's not my mentality to sit here and try to take all this, all season to figure it out and use these early games like this to establish our identity. We're not doing the things the right way to establish a winning culture early in the season, so we got to do something to turn that around. Is this bad news for the Raiders? Yes, but um, here's the thing, right? Um, <laughs> which the the Raiders? So, like the Raiders. I know, I know. I say this probably once a podcast. The Raiders have the opportunity to do something hilarious. Motherfucker, you might have already been on the trade block anyways without your notice. Like, is it is it not like a, yo, uh, we're looking for draft capital anyways, buddy. Like, yeah, I mean. Their team's you- shit. So <laughs> usually when your team's shit, you start looking for draft capital next year. I mean, obviously, after seeing the performance of Jimmy G last night, um, he's bad. Um, We're going to talk about it later in the picks, but uh, we were watching the game Sunday night. Had a uh, quarter pounder in my mouth, and we were just watching him just fold. (laughs) Like, like it was crazy. So, I completely get it. Once Derek left, I did not think that Devontae was going to... I was already shocked that he went to the Raiders anyway. Um, I will say I do feel bad for him because he said that was his favorite team growing up. That's the only reason he yeah. did it. Plus, he had a good standing with Derek Carr. They were friends in college. Yeah. Um, organization's not the same, buddy. Yeah, then they got rid of him that as soon as he I... got there. The Raiders organization's a fucking joke. Their owner looks like a joke. So how can you expect the organization to be serious? Um, the coach is a joke. I mean, it's it's all it's all just fun and games out there. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could get a haul for Devontae. So if I'm the Raiders, you know, if he requests one, then who am I to tell him no? It's not like we're gonna be making waves anywhere. We're in one of the hardest divisions. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, it's not like it's like the AFC North or the AFC East or you know stuff like that, but. It still, it still is hard to try to come out on top on that division uh, with the Chiefs and the Chargers, even the Broncos. Uh, they, they, uh, when they played, they had a, a tough game. So I'm just looking for draft capital here now. If I'm the Raiders, yeah, I mean, definitely if... flee somebody who's trying to who needs that extra like <clears throat> uh, star wide receiver or just a number one wide receiver to get over the hump in the playoffs. The Chiefs. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I think he I think if he doesn't want to be there and he's saying you're pretty much shit at everything, McDaniels, then you might as well just try to get some draft capital out of him. Um he would go for quite a bit, so but the Raiders aren't gonna trade him to the Chiefs considering Yeah, in division. In division rival, but I get your point there because that would make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, that quote's pretty straightforward. I think he's, 
not satisfied or he's frustrated with the fact that the Raiders are just... I mean, you can blame him. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Important. It's different than, like, like there's there's some, you know, players and wide receivers. This is, like, prevalent in the NBA, but, like, NFL, there's some players who are just content with getting theirs, getting their check and, you know, retiring with generational wealth. But, you know, there's some some players like Devontae that are um, competitive and just because they got a shit ton of targets and a shit ton of catches and stats, it doesn't really mean anything if it, there's not any progression to getting a ring or making the wave in the playoffs. I mean, it's it's not like this man has been on the Raiders forever. I mean, he was with one of the greatest quarterbacks ever and they were in the playoffs consistently. So this isn't something that is... Uh, this is something that's foreign to him, just being ass. So, yeah. <laughs> there's only so much that somebody can uh, handle, even though they get paid a shit ton of money. Real unfortunate situation there for Devontae. All right, let's go to the last one and my favorite one of the whole headlines. The Jets locker room. That's just the headline. That's it. The Jets, are they in trouble? Can they bring it back? There's a lot of... A lot of stuff happened in the Jets locker room, actually. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest mistake was so we've seen Zach Wilson for what a year, two years. Mm-hmm. We've seen enough tape on Zach Wilson to know that he's just not it. He was dead yeah. last in pretty much every QB stat the last last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, we're done. And Robert Sala is a big players coach he's gonna try to keep the locker room intact but i think his his way of doing it is kind of hurting it more Mm -hmm. because he keeps going into these press conferences and trying not to shit on zach wilson and saying yeah he's our qb until further notice he's our guy i see how hard he works this and that like you think that the defensive players really give a fuck what robert sala's saying and they have the same viewpoint as him yeah, it's different on, like... Now, this is the issue um, that is different with, uh, with like, the Broncos and with the um, the Jets. The Jets' defense has a lot of players... Um, how can I say this? The Jets' defense have a lot of players that have a personality in the sense of... They will cuss you out. Like they're not they're not nice guys. If you piss them off, there's definitely I mean, there's already been multiple contract disputes and multiple unhappy players. And it's different than like like we and you being in the it's the worst if you're it's bad if you're ass, right? Nobody yeah. wants to be ass. But you can't be ass in New York. Like New York media will, like, it is their job to just cook your ass, you know? And that's that's what gets them rating, ratings, cooking your ass. So they're going to ask the questions that you don't want to get asked. So you just, it's different in you're getting asked questions in, like, Milwaukee media, and you have your, oh, this is our guy, we have faith in him, blah, blah, blah. New York's going to be like, why? Why do you have faith in him? We've seen the tape. Yeah. Everybody's seen the tape. Um. And it's just, I don't know if, you know, 
Salah has a gun to his head. If they got IP <laughs> addresses, addresses to his home, like you can tell, you can say, "Yo, my QB has not been playing well." There's, there's no, like we've all seen it, like, and it's already hard coming down from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, but like for him to continue, like, still be bad, and you know he could be having like. It is a bad rap because, like, you literally, I swear, every time that he needs to win a game, needs to win the locker room, the motherfucker is playing Bill Belichick. Like, it never, like, it never ceases things. Like, Bill literally yeah. fries off of this. So. <laughs> I mean, like, just chalk it up to another QB he's ruined. So. Yeah. It's, and, you know, it's it's no... What do you lose from saying, all right, we, you know, if I was the owner, if I was the GM, like, yeah, we fucked up, bro. We let this man swindle us by throwing on the run 60 yards in a draft video. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. You you know, no amount of trying to back it up for your QB is going to win. Like, the only way you guys are going to win games is if your defense locks it in and Zach Wilson doesn't throw more than three picks. But is if if he has a two hundred one touchdown game, like are we tipping our hats to Zach Wilson for doing that? Like you are the second pick in the NFL, and you yeah. are you are a bust. You're not even on fraud watch, bro. I've seen enough tape. We've yeah, seen I th- enough. I you are a bust. I think it's completely over. I mean, I'm, I I don't like this is my thing. I don't feel bad for the Jets whatsoever no. because. No. They decided to go with a 39-year-old QB, get him no help on the offensive line, and only cater to all of his needs for skill positions. So I'm sitting here like, obviously injury, that sucks. Like, I didn't want Aaron Rodgers to get hurt at all. But, like, it was – I'm not saying it was bound to happen, but it was, like, a possibility. And I feel like they just didn't even think that it was in a way. Because to me, what they did was only cater to Rodgers, but didn't even think of like a backup plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Rodgers isn't even with the team right now, and he can't even help coach Zach Wilson. But, man, I just think it's done. I think the, tire- the defense is tired of hearing about it. I think they're just over it at I mean, this point. If I'm If I'm the defense, or if I'm like the... GM or whatever, you don't think that, like, for as much as you tried, you know, you got Alan Lazard, you got, um, why am I blanking on his name? Who is, who's the other wide receiver they got? I'm blanking on his name. Rogers guy. Uh, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. Like, I would have tried my damnedest to get Bakhtiari. Like, you could not go into the new year with a 39-year-old quarterback with that line. Like, yeah. it was going to happen. And it sucks that it happened this soon, you know, especially if the NFL had literally all these games lined up, Jets primetime, Jets facing all these top teams because of the ratings, because of the viewership, and it's just gone to shit. But, yeah. like, if you – and, I mean, they signed Trevor Simeon. Um, 
which he he'll win you one or two more games than Zach Wilson will. Um, but this is not obviously they're just gonna look forward to Aaron Rodgers um, next year. But I mean, what do you do? You think they like if you're the Jets, would you try to get Kirk? Like even if you got Kirk, would it just be a one year? And it go has to, to be a one year, right? Because they paid Rodgers already. He's guaranteed yeah. a certain amount of money. So, like, if if I'm Kirk, like, why would I do that? Unless, yeah. like, would you just go back to the Vikings? Like, hey, I had my fun time in New York. I mean, Kirk is going to get paid somewhere. And to yeah. me, to me, it's going to be a team that just cannot hit on a QB ever. So, I mean, he's going to make a team better next year anyway. So, uh-huh. I mean, why would he be opposed? If I was Kirk, I'd be like, fuck it. I'll go to the Jets, have a one-year deal. And then that's the thing. They have to take on what Kirk's contract is, and I don't think they can take that on with Rodgers also there. Yeah. Because he is paid a lot, so I don't know. If I was Kirk and he could make it happen, I'd be like, I'm jumping ship. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he also doesn't have the weapons that he does on the Vikings. So it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, if if the Jets have a lot to figure out, um, this is only going to get worse. If you, especially if you keep losing games, you're going to keep losing the locker room. Um, I mean, it's like like I said, it'd be different if like like I get uh, in the Broncos, the defense. I feel like Champagne doesn't have the full locker room in the defense. But Sean Payton, I mean, as a head coach, he went the full locker room on both sides, but Sean Payton is an offensive coach anyway. But if you're a defensive coach and you lost that defensive locker room, that's not good for you at all. Like, these are the motherfuckers you see every day. Yeah. I mean, you see the offense every day, but you're, like, locked in with the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Um, All right, I think that's all the headlines we have for tonight. Let's pivot over. Are we going to do... Yeah, let's do the so we're gonna do a preview just like we did with that with Tony for the NFC East. We're gonna do a preview for the NFC North. AFC East. Or AFC East, yeah. Sorry. We did the Dolphins, Bills, and so forth. But we're gonna do the NFC North today, and we're gonna do a division each week until we finish all the divisions. That way it's yeah. early on in the season enough to actually talk about them before shit gets moving. Yeah. I don't um know. I'll give you a I'll give you a break and I'll do the I'll do the um the the headlines and the titles for the NFC North. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Plus yeah. plus I'm uh I'm out here with the with the phrases. I'm I'm patting myself on the back with these phrases. Um so first one NFC North. NFC North has Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, and the Lions. Um for the NFC North of Vikings have have the Vikings cashed out the year prior uh, two years prior they're one of the most unlucky teams and uh, my co-host seems to factor in luck more than I do um, and they were one of the most unluckiest teams and then last year they're one of the most luckiest teams with right, let me pause you there <laughs> I'm already <pausing>. triggered <laughs> um I'm not so much like, okay, luck happens every single week. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm very much about, like, 
production and this and that and stats and what whatnot. But when you see a team that has won, so say you're great on you're horrible on first and second down mm-hmm. compared to a team that is great on first and second down. So they're running third and short while you're running third and ten. But mm-hmm. say you are completing a better percentage from third and long than this team is completing at all on third downs on third and short. But the their majority third and short, you are majority third and long. Mm-hmm. Is that sustainable in the NFL? I'm asking you directly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is that sustainable? Like uh, against good teams? No. I mean, it's not. That that right there, like if you are getting that is considered luck in a way because you're making third and longs more consistently than the team that's making third and shorts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know I'm a big EPA guy, but EPA is like, what is or what did uh the Oklahoma coach say this past weekend about analytics, he said the best down in football is first down. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because if you get another first down, you're never in second or third down. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying in terms of luck, like, yes, how the ball bounces can be lucky in the NFL. Some people have it. Some people don't um, tip balls, tipped interceptions, um, drop passes, and I think the Lions actually lead the league in opponents dropping passes against them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all luck in terms of, like, everything builds up. Like, to win a Super Bowl, you need a little bit of luck, in my opinion. So that's more or less what I'm talking about when I'm talking about luck. It's not just like, oh, the gods are on your side or this or that. You know what I mean? Although I'll say that sometimes. It's just more or less a joke. <laughs> um, do you think... The Vikings have cashed out on all of their luck from the previous year because now they're 0-3. It's not looking too good. Yeah, I really do think they are cashed out. I think they're screwed. I think the ball is bouncing the opposite way. I think players are dropping important passes. Um, yeah, I mean, to win, just like last year, I mean, me and you both agreed that they were not a Super Bowl team by mm-hmm. the end of the year. And them winning the most games, most one possession games in football, you can't tell me that's not luck and not sustainable in the NFL. Because everybody, like them winning those games, they were winning off Hail Marys, that fourth and 30 that Justin Jefferson caught. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like, that was not sustainable. We knew it wasn't going to last when they faced the better teams and later on in the year. Um, you know what's funny though is this year I think their offense is even better than last year's. You think? Yeah, I do. Kirk is playing at a higher level than he played last year. Yes, and I just and they just can't win, and that could be because of the defense. That could be because of coaching. That could just be straight up there. They don't get the ball last. You know, Mm -hmm. it just. I mean, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I think the luck has run out, and I. Their chances at the division or the playoffs are really slim now that they're on three. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely different, especially with, I mean, they have a new defensive coach, and I think he needs to get his guys and figure out his shit, but the defense is still 
not good. Um, I mean, the Chargers, I think especially with the Chargers, the Chargers literally gave y'all a layup with their blunder, and you yeah. still weren't able to cash out on that. Um, it's very, very disrespectful to your fans. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be a harder race with the Vikings and the Lions, um, at least in the beginning. Yes, I had the Lions down, but I mean, not the Lions, the Vikings down, but I thought it'd actually be like a fight at least. But yeah, it's looking like the Packers have more promise than the fucking Vikings. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the Vikings, I mean, if they go 0 4, 0 5, you know, this is when you start draft capital. Kind of thing, then you know, I, I, I'd want to do my damnedest to keep Jettas, but you know, I don't, it's, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna be doing, bro. Yeah, I think um, they're pretty much done for already. When you start 0 3, you only have like a point, yeah, five chance to make the playoffs or point one five. It's not good. Nope, um, they're screwed. So <laughs> now we're gonna go over to Chicago gonna ask if this is the bad news bears are the bears just continuing poverty what would you do to try to rectify if there's any rectifying anything to fix the bear situation i mean the only way you rectify the situation is if you fire the gm you fire the coach mm-hmm. and you get a new qb what uh what how would you rank that in necessity wise uh, coach first uh-huh. Uh, probably QB next and then GM. I mean, it's... it's. I, I think, think the GM is the newest one. Yeah. But... I think it's hilarious that, like... Like, literally... And, I mean, it's mostly social media boosted, but we saw, like, oh, my God, like, Bears GM got all this money. Like, let's cook. He's a genius. Let's get Let's get at it. And, like, nothing that you have done has come to fruition. Nothing. It's tough to watch. I always think about that when I flip on the Bears games on Sundays. I'm always like, yeah, that owner, GM, are just sitting up there in that booth crying. (laughs) I mean, that shit is hilarious. It's funny because, like, we're like, oh, shit. Like, and I even, even, I mean, this doesn't affect us because we're in the AFC. but. It's funny that, like, here at DWC, like, we were, like, literally, this was dropping, this was dropping, they acquired this, they acquired this, and we were, like, we are not moved. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because they got, one like, a top 10 linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, and I just do not hear about him on the field. You know, like, he could be getting out hella tackles, you know, but... I've no, I haven't seen any splash plays or anything. Same with T.J. Edwards. Um, Eddie Jackson is hurt, so uh, I don't get to see my Bama boy out there as much. But do you think it's just like the Jets and the Broncos? Do you think they just don't give a fuck? Do you think they're just like not locked in? And no, I think they're really just bad. That's just Honestly, bad. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think they're just bad. It's it's just like it's so hard to try like if i'm if i'm looking for a coach or if i'm looking 
to hire, not hire, to draft a quarterback, I would try, if I'm a GM, right, I would try to line it up where if I have a new quarterback coming in, I'm going to have my head coach be an offensive guy. A lot of the teams are moving towards offensive coaches anyway. Um, This is becoming more of an offensive league. Uh, It is refreshing to see that defenses have been, in a sense, taking over besides, like, against the Dolphins. But defenses have been figuring out a lot of these schemes and quarterbacks because there's been, honestly, shit quarterback play these past couple weeks. Um, So even with the Dolphins putting 70, like, it wasn't their quarterback. I love Tua. Tua had, like, 300-some yards. Wasn't like Tua had like a game, you know, a record-breaking game. Mm. Um, so it's it's, and I'll say it again: Eberflus is a defensive guy, and his defense is shit. Like, yeah, he's got to go. Got he's got to go. go. Um, I think you run it back with the GM one more year. Be like, yo, you fucked up. You know what I mean, you got it. You got your defensive players, but let's. You know, get some offense going. Um, in the beginning, I'm not going to lie to you, here at DWC, we really wanted to see Justin Fields succeed, especially after last year. We were like, uh, it's the it's the, it's the the play calling, it's the coordinator, it's the coach. Like, um, we, we know we, we see flashes, but uh, we need to see uh, progressions towards that so Justin Fields can get better. You know, I genuinely thought he was going to be better. And I just don't know if he's checked out I, or he's just a moron. I don't know. I don't know which one it is because I've seen him miss or not even look at DJ, not even look at, you know, open reads, forcing balls, running out of the pocket, running into sacks. I don't know if he's just like like Sam Darnold and like he sees ghosts or if it, he's truly just like a moron. I don't know what it is, but he he has to go. You know, now we're having. I mean, there's. I mean, we see this. No, we see this all the time where it's like you're a great college QB. You're just not meant to be an NFL QB. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that's the same. Like, that's the case with Justin Fields. But we've seen this time and time again. Mm -hmm. The NFL ruins QBs. Like, it is the hardest league in the world. So I don't quite. Like, there's only 32 starters. Uh-huh. And sometimes you either have it or you don't. You lose confidence. It is what it is, but that's the end of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no matter no matter what it is, I think he's done. Like actually, I mean his record's five and twenty two, five and twenty four, something like that. Mm-hmm. Atrocious. And at some point, you got to start looking at. You got to start blaming him. Like yeah, he yeah. went to a terrible team, but at this point. It's no excuse, in my opinion. So, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. If you so, do you think he just needs a fresh start, or do you think he's just going to be a backup? Um, probably a backup. I can see him being a backup, like a Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's super dynamic. Yeah, like undeniably one of the best athletes at the quarterback position, but like. If you can't throw it in this league, you're just going to lose by 30 every single game. Yeah, I, I'm i also with you. I think Coach got to go first. And then 
uh, depending on where you end up, quarterback, and then I'd run it back with the GM one more time. Hopefully you can get the right quarterback. I think, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out, so it will, depending on where you end up in draft, it will, it can be harder for you um, if you don't get, like, the first two picks. If, like, Drake and Caleb are gone, uh, then it's just basically based off of what you like. Uh, I think the third one should be Michael Penix, but some people um, could could see something I'm not seeing. Um, but we'll have to see. Uh, third one, we're going to talk about the Packers. Did the Packers go three for three? And by that, I mean, did they hit? Have they hit on all three of their quarterbacks from Brett to Aaron to now Jordan Love? Man, I'm I'm high on Jordan Love. And I think it's too early to tell on that question. I mean, he looks the part so far. His mm-hmm. pocket presence, his movement, his mannerisms, all of it looked like Rodgers. And obviously his arm talent is there. But mm-hmm. I got to see more from him for sure this year to make a decision on that. Right now it's looking good. I mean, they're 2-1. and one. I mean, let's see what they do against the Lions this week. Yeah, if they can beat the Lions, that'd be agenda's great. Agenda's looking good. That'd be great for your agenda. You know, this guy's not a Lions guy. No, I'm not. Lions don't impress me. Nasty work. Let, um, me, see. Let me see where the Lions are at in the EPA. They're sitting uh, right at playoff contender. Playoff contender? Hey. With the Saints and the Cardinals. Nasty. <laughs> and the Rams and Seahawks. That's just based off of defensive EPA per play and offensive EPA per play as a chart. So, I mean, it's only week three. That's going to change a lot. Green Bay sitting at Super Bowl contender. I'm just kidding. I read that wrong. I read that wrong. There. So, I was reading it backwards. The playoff contender... It's above at Baltimore, Eagles, Green Bay, Chargers. Mm-hmm. The median is where the Lions sit right now. So Green Bay is actually ahead of them in EPA on gotcha. both sides of the ball. I was um, like, what is this man? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the this is interesting. This chart is showing Super Bowl contender above, which would be the Browns, Kansas City, Dallas, San Francisco, Bills, and then Dolphins. Mm-hmm. right now in the EPA per play. And it's not because of the Browns offense that they're sitting there. The defense is just insane. So, <laughs> but yeah, the, the Detroit Lions right now are sitting at median, so mid-level NFL team. They have not looked impressive on either side of the ball, I would say, to start the year. I don't know why we just talked about the Lions. Uh, oh, because Green Bay <laughs> them this Green week. Bay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not impressed by him so far, and neither is the stats. So, yeah, I think the um, I think they have the opportunity to have hit on all three. Um, I'm I'm liking what I see so far. I remember in the beginning, a lot of people were off on Jordan Love from like the first couple games that he played, but I think this year. It's showing that he's learning and like watching things happen for him to 
uh, capitalizing and throw the ball rather than just being hurried. I think he's uh, calm and collected. I think, like, he actually did learn things from Rodgers. I know we give Rodgers a bad rap, but I think that Rodgers, you know, if he likes you, he'll teach you some things. And I think Jordan Love is implementing some of those things that Rodgers taught him, regardless of, like, I know, like, the throws and the stuff were, like, Rodgers, but I'm but more on, like, the mental side of, like, reading the field and trusting your guys. Um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, the deep ball from Jordan Love once Christian Watson comes back and seeing how accurate he can be with that. If he can have all facets of a QB down, I think the Packers will be fine. This is definitely a division that uh, can be competitive for them, and I could see them uh, just based off the history of the Packers and how they've been, how they've ran the North and the downfalls of uh, the Vikings and the Bears. Uh, I can see them being second or uh, being able to fight for that first spot in the NFC North. Or you can say it. You can see them winning the division. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> now, the true, we're going to talk about the true winners of the division. Uh, in the future, as predicted by Bo, is it time to buy a blue ski mask? Are we on with the Lions? <clears throat> you know I'm not on with the Lions. So, <laughs> like I said, stats-wise, and from my perspective of what I've seen so far in the uh, season. The ball knower. Yeah, the ball knower. The Lions are a mid-level team as of right now, and I have the Packers over them. And I said at the beginning of the year, I have the Packers winning the division. And I have the Lions third, I think, but the the Vikings are definitely not coming in third or second. So the Lions could very well come in second, but I'm not on board with the Lions yet. They haven't shown me enough from the so-called top five offense from last year. They've started out slow, and I don't think anyone can disagree with me on that. The Lions' offense has not looked the part. Um, Jameer Gibbs has not looked fantastic. Their run game has been non-existent, almost. Um, I'm just I'm, I'm not feeling it. Nothing. Nothing about the team excites me. What excites you about that team? I want to know. I think it's just all, like, the potential. Like, I don't really know... That's like half the teams in the NFL, though. Yeah, but I don't know, like, what they're doing with Gibbs. Um, like, uh, like a lot of people have said, it looks like they're running plays to Gibbs that that are ran for uh, David Montgomery. So I don't really know what the fuck they're doing, but. Especially with Jameson Williams coming, I think that I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. Um, plus, <laughs> I think that division is easy, bro. I think they got. Yeah, it is bad that they lost Chauncey, but I think especially with Aiden breaking out, and I think they got. I think they got a good, good enough core. Where they can make some noise in the playoffs, beat beat up on some of the bad teams that come out of the wild card. I think the wild card is going to be harder than the actual some of the division winners, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just don't see. I just don't see it. 
I see nothing from them so far. Three weeks in. Lions fans, I'm, I, I got my blue ski mask in the, coming in the room, <laughs> bro. I'm, I'm with y'all. There's like nothing that I can say they've done extremely well so far in the season. They beat the Falcons, who me and you are both completely down on. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Chiefs without Kelsey and Chris Jones and 18 drops from the wide receivers. So I'm just – and they lost to who? Who they lose to? Uh, to the Lions? They lost to the Seahawks. Like, come on. After the Seahawks, the Seahawks. After the Seahawks got blown out by the Rams at home. I don't know. They haven't done anything. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs at home on opening night, but they're missing two of their top three players, and it, they needed a pick six to win it, even with the eighteen drops. So I'm just I'm not I'm not there with them yet. They have to show me more. That's all I got on them. I'm not I'm not buying into the Lions hype. Not getting the blue ski mask. No, not at all. When they win the division, I'll get you a blue ski mask. I'll post on the I'll post on the channel him wearing it. They're not winning the division. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Well, who do we? So you have yeah, you had the Lions as the winner in the NFC. Yep. Uh, uh, Lions. <laughs> who do I have the second? Packers. Uh, yeah. We, Lions, we knew Packers. Lions. Packers. Vikings. Bears. You had Bears third. Oh damn! I did put them third. Honestly, this might be looking good for me. Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears. I mean, Bears just have to win. I'm not going to lie. So far, three weeks in, my uh, division picks are looking real good. Colts, Jaguars, Titans, Texans. Texans will probably be above the Titans, maybe. Texans could win it. You never know. Yeah. Um, You put the Broncos second in the AFC West. Sick work. Chargers third is wild. I have Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, so that's pretty in line. Maybe the Raiders above the Broncos, I don't know, by the end of the year. We have the same exact for the NFC East. AFC North was just a crapshoot for us. We had the Ravens at the top. You had the Steelers second. I have the Bengals second, and you put the Browns last. I have the Browns third. So that one's interesting. Yeah, I just need those two to flop. It's not, I'm not off. Yeah, so you have the Ravens, Steelers, Bengals, Browns. I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, and then the AFC East, Dolphins. I have the Bills. You put the Jets second. I put them third. So that looks really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots for me, and you did Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Patriots. Interesting. Interesting picking the Jets third there. Does he know ball? Hey, this is this is what I'm this is what I'm about, bro. <laughs> That's all what I'm about. So that is so crazy. Uh, that is our NFC North. Uh, we will figure out which one for the divisions for next week, um, and we'll just talk about that in the podcast. We will not reveal it before the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and get on to the picks. Picks, 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 my favorite part. And we're also going to drop the new rankings after next week since we're doing it every four weeks. 
we'll be talking we'll be doing the rankings we'll probably discuss it and then or we have to discuss it and then we'll drop that on twitter and instagram and we will be dropping our picks on twitter and instagram as well all right let's get to the thursday night game that helps either either one of our agendas whoever <laughs> wins this the lions at the packers i did see so detroit is a point and a half favorite actually on the road you know what i'm tired of this disrespect Uh the saints were favored they lost the lions are favored they're about to lose too i'm picking the packers for four straight weeks in a row four straight weeks i have not picked against the packers and they're two and one I'm going to keep riding. I did. I am a little worried about the pick, though, because I saw uh, Bakhtiari's not playing. Oh, he's not? Aaron Jones might not be back. I'm, I'm not sure yet. And we, <laughs> you're not a fan of A.J. Dillon. No, A.J. Dillon sucks. That if sucks. I get big one day, and this bites me in the ass for saying this, I don't care. A.J. Dillon is one of the worst running backs in the league. I hope he God, hears me. Damn. Uh, yeah, we're not going to get him as a guest on the <laughs> You know what? I'm not sad about that. What do we have to talk about? Oh, you missed that big-ass open hole last game. You missed this one. You missed that one. You have fucking 800-pound thighs, and you can't get in the end zone. You trip over the smallest speck of dust. Like, what do you, what do you want me to say to him? Uh, damn. <laughs> Aaron Jones should be getting a 80% snap share. 80% snap share? Maybe even more. I wouldn't even care if it was 95. Um, anyways, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> the, uh, I'll be choosing the lines on this one. Boo. Boo is crazy. Uh, yeah, I'll be choosing the Lions. Um, I do, I do have a Packers agenda. I do think the Packers will be good, but uh, I have the Lions winning the division, and I think uh, the Lions will. I think it will be close. I think we'll get to see some good quarterback play uh, on both sides, but I do think the Lions will win this one by probably like six points, six to three points. Six or less. I think it'll be six or less points. So you think they're going to cover, basically? I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so it's a pick them anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picking lines. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game. In-division games are usually pretty good. Um, I'm giving the nod to the Packers because I think they're going to have confidence off that win from last week. And I think Jordan Love and the offense is going to play better in the first three quarters than they did last week. Um. All right, let's go to the 9.30 a.m. game, the first of the... Is this a European game? This is the London game. Mm. This is the Falcons. Shout out to all the London homies. Yeah, if we have any viewers out there. This is the Falcons at the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are three-point favorites, even though they're one and two. How do we feel about this game? Uh, I'm going to pick the Jaguars on this one. Not overthinking it? No. I think uh, they did get 37 run on the ash by the Texans, but... A lot better QB. Yeah. I do think that the uh, Jaguars will bounce back. 
they do have one of the highest drop rates. Um, Trevor Lawrence did not have a good game uh, last week when they lost to the Texans, but his wide receivers weren't helping him at all. Calvin Ridley was a ghost. A lot of people were dropping balls in the red zone, so I think they'll bounce back. Um, I just need, I just need, can Jaguars please do me a favor, just blow out the Falcons. I need the Falcons to start getting blown out so their coach can get fired. Please. I'm on I'm on the same page. I'm picking the Jaguars. I'm not going to overthink this. They just came off of a bad loss mm-hmm. at home. Typically, teams rebound in the NFL. <clears throat> and like Bo said, I need this to be a blowout because fuck the Falcons. We have a Arthur Smith fire agenda on this podcast. So Thanks. hopefully they can keep losing. I'm sick of seeing them with a winning record. Please end that in London this week. That's all I have to say about the game. <laughs> all right, let's go to the probably one of the better games on. This is for the lead in the AFC East. The Dolphins go to the Bills, and the Bills are two and a half point favorites. I know who you're picking. Yeah, you know what I'm picking. I'm going Dolphins on this. Uh, I think that we will be able to see Tua take over the MVP votes. And continue to be the front runner to win the MVP. Yeah, I don't disagree that he's going to win the MVP. Um, I think the Bills get him here at home. I do think the Dolphins will probably win when they play a home game against them. But I think the Bills will win this and be number one in that division after this week. I think it's going to be one of the best games we watch early on in the season, though. Yeah, I can't wait, bro. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm actually going to miss the game, and I'll tell you why in about two picks. Um, or do you, do you think we'll see another uh, um, Josh Allen disaster class in the red zone? <laughs> in the red zone? I'd hope not because the Dolphins' defense is not very good. So, um, I think the, the Commanders game last week gave him a little boost of confidence. Mm-hmm. He's still throwing some random fucking balls, but, I mean – that just shows you how good they are, mm-hmm. that they can still win by 30 with him fucking around like that. So if he just reels in that chaos inside him, I think they can beat the Dolphins. Like I said, I think the Dolphins look like the best team in football right now, but at home, the Bills should be able to win this game. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't even bet a lot on Josh Allen, but he has to play well for this <laughs> for this game yeah. to go well. Um. Let's go to a game that no one will be watching. The Broncos at the Bears. And Denver is a solid three and a half point favorites on the road. That is tough, bro. I'm here for this toilet bowl. That is showing you how bad Vegas really thinks the Bears are. Because usually you get about three points um, at home in Mm -hmm. the NFL. Yeah. Man, they're giving Denver, who is... 0-3, about a seven-point spread at home. Is this disrespectful, or am I overthinking things? I think I'm going to pick the Broncos. Like, I'm at, like, they just got smoked, embarrassed. So did the Bears, though. They got embarrassed, too. Yeah, but I think, I don't know, man. I mean, it's about to be nasty. Both defenses are bad. 
both quarterbacks have a lot of controversy, but controversy. It's about to be it's about to be nasty work. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Broncos. I'm gonna just go with the favorite in this game. I yeah. I'm also gonna go Broncos on this one. Uh, I still have my my rest agenda is fading, but it's still there. Um, I really need them to pull through because this is nasty work. Uh, this is bad. I think the Bears start 0-4. Start the yeah, year. I think if they get blown out, this is a fireable coach offense. Yeah, if they lose per, like two touchdowns to the Broncos mm. at home, this is getting real, real bad, and the fans are not going to like any of it yeah. at all. They're going to get a little restless over there in Chicago. I can't wait. I can't wait to tune in, bro. This is going to be the funniest game on national television. Yeah, it's going to be bad. All right, let's go to the Ravens at the Browns. Hey, speak on it. I will be at this game. One of our very own will be at the game. I will be at this game live. It's in Cleveland, right? It is in Cleveland. I would not go to Baltimore. (laughs) You might get stabbed over there. Yeah, no shot I'm going to. (laughs) Actually, I do want to visit all the NFL stadiums eventually. But, yes, I will be at this game, and I'm very excited. Um, On a win. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen many wins actually go into Browns games. I think I've talked about it. Before. I was gonna say, yeah, haven't? Isn't your luck bad? My luck is bad when I go to games. Um, I will say. Plus, I was gonna say this earlier when we talked about the Ravens a little bit. Like, why do the Browns this year, twice now, they've played a team that co- is coming off a bad loss? You know. Uh-huh. Steelers got blown out by the 49ers played in week two, and now the Ravens lost to the Colts at home, and now we have to play them. Like, it's just, like, don't you just think it's going to be a bounce-back win for the Ravens? Like, everything, I'm going to the game, don't have good luck. The Ravens are coming in off of a bad loss. Like I said, teams rebound usually. But I'm a homer, and I'm picking the Browns, and I think, I I just think this will be the first time in my life that the Browns start three and one. Isn't that crazy? I'm fucking twenty six. <laughs> fucking twenty six. Uh, I'm gonna be picking the Ravens on this one. Uh, I do think I have the Ravens winning the division, and I do think, like you said, they will bounce back. I think they're just looking forward to this Browns game. I think they were looking ahead of the Colts, and I think they're locked in. Um, you know, you never – I think everybody gets their one in the division, in our division, and I think the Ravens get this one and they'll lose the next time you guys play. Oh, so we're flipping. Usually I feel like in the AFC North everyone gets their one at home. But you think the Ravens are going to get us here and we're going to get them at the Ravens? Yeah. The home field, home field doesn't really matter to me. And, like there's so much parity in the AFC North, bro. So, so much fuck shit happens. Yeah, honestly, the games are some of the most wild games you will watch. <laughs> it will be interesting, though. Yeah, I'm excited to go. Um, Two perennial oh, quarterbacks. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Bengals at the Titans. This is a gross game. Everything in my body. I feel like this is a trap. Yeah, everything in my body is telling me to go Titans because they also came off a horrible loss last week. And, like, Vrabel, like... Man, but their defense, their their offense looked bad. 
Yeah, their DBs are bad too. If they can't get to the quarterback, it's 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 lunch money over there. I mean, if they can run the football though, I think they can hang close. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to pick the Titans so bad. Just <laughs> who who are you gonna go with? Uh, waiting on me, so you can choose the opposite. I see your play, bro. No, 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 no. I don't think that's the play. I really, I've picked. I picked first on all these, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I have no, I have no agenda. Like our total record does not phase me at all. I'm gonna go with my gut usually. Is that so? Yeah, I'm picking the Titans. I don't care. I don't care. Picking the Titans. Cincinnati's two point favorites on the road. By the way, two point favorites on the road. I mean, interior. O-line struggled so much against Aaron Donald, I think, Jeffrey Simmons, and they have Arden Key and Harold Landry on the outside. Um, I mean, even that didn't matter in the playoffs a few years ago. But fuck it. Titans get Derrick Henry rolling early, and they win this game in a close one. <sighs> I think Jeffrey Simmons is a fucking phenomenal game. Oh, man, this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals, get the dub on this. Uh, I just watched the Titans' pass defense get absolutely porched, so uh, the Bengals have a better wide receiver core, so I think they'll be able to get the dub and make work of the Titans, and the Titans will start going on their downward spiral. All right, so we've... Pretty much been opposite the entire time so far on these picks. This is going to be a big week for us. I know. Three, what, three opposite picks? Two, four. Right. These are four. Lions, uh, Packers, yeah, Dolphins, Bills, you, Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Titans. Oh, uh, you picked the Bills. Oh, this is a hard. This next game is hard for my agendas either way. Um, Rams at the Colts. Ooh. Colts are one point favorites, and I'm rolling with the Colts. They're going to start 3 0. I have a uh, I have a live bet that they win the division. Um, I bet that about four weeks before the season started, and I have them as the division winners on our spreadsheet before the season started. So I'm going to keep rolling with them. They start three and one. Um, I'm going to pick the Rams on this one. Um, uh, they were being stupid uh, playing the. Playing the Bengals, and I think they could easily close out that game. So I think they work on the mistakes and um, beat the Colts on this one. So I'm going to pick the Rams. Yeah. The Rams, they pissed me off last week. So they can get fucked by the Colts for all I care. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the Buccaneers at the Saints. Saints are three-point favorites, even with Derek Carr out. This is a tough place to play. I feel like it never goes well for the NFC South when they show up in New Orleans. Oh, man, I I don't have a good feeling either way on this game. What are you yeah, thinking on this one? It's going to be funny seeing the fight between Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. He doesn't have a good track record against that. I might bench him this week, actually, in fantasy. Ugh. Bold move. I don't know, bro. I might start his ass. If I had him, I might start his ass. Hmm. I'm gonna pick the Bucks. 
Uh, I don't know, actually. Hold on. Jameis Winston going against his former team. Oh, hey, who? God, bro. Not I'm a lot of film. Saints. I'm picking the Saints. I'm picking the Saints. <laughs> Jameis Winston going against his former team. Um, Buccaneers just take that, did take an L to the Eagles, which isn't saying much. I mean, the Eagles are a great team, but I'm just hoping Jameis gets this win so I can see the locker room dances. Locker room's going to go crazy if they beat the fucking Bucks. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Saints, too, just because they're at home. Um, Baker didn't look good last week. I don't think he'll look good again against this defense either because the Eagles have a good defense. Um, yeah, I think they're just going to do that bullshit where they win a game, lose a game, win a game, lose a game. Um, if this was at home, I'd probably pick the Bucks, but I'm, it's not. So I'm going to go Saints on this one. Um, let's go to the Commanders at the Eagles with an eight-point spread. We know which way that is leaning. Um, I'm picking the Eagles. I'm not overthinking this at all. Same. I'm picking the Eagles. Zero point zero thought process in this. The Commanders aren't good. They have zero pass blocking ability, and the Eagles can get after it on that D line. Yeah, the Commanders are cooked, bro. I think they probably cover the spread too. Spread? Huh? Yeah, they probably will. I don't bet a lot on. Anything more than six and a half points, but it'd probably take it in this game. The fastest uh, game talk under two minutes. Yeah, we're just taking the Eagles on this. Yeah, it's we don't really have anything about. else we're going to say. Um, let's go to the another battle of 0-3. The Vikings seem to be in the 0 for games here. Vikings at the Panthers. I'm picking the Vikings. They get their first win here. The this is the worst team they've played the so far. Opportunity to do something hilarious. <laughs> this is the worst team the Vikings have played so far. I'm, I'm I know, gonna... but if they beat them, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be funny. It would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm also going to go Vikings on this. Vikings I, think, I think the Vikings could fucking lose just because, you know, it's the Vikings. But um, I don't know, especially with, I don't know, Bryce is coming back. or I mean, they were terrible with Andy Dalton. It was just just wasn't enough, and I think the Vikings can uh, make quick work of the Panthers. I could see them losing, but I think it's still going to be a close game. That's how the Vikings like to play people. Yeah, they love to play people close. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, let's go to the Steelers at the Texans. Interesting game. Mm-hmm. Texans did just come off the 37-pointer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're probably feeling real good about themselves, having shitty practices. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh three-point favorites. Is everything. Texas? What'd you say? Is it, where's it at? Texas. It's at the Texans. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what I'm picking? I'm picking the Steelers. Uh, a report just came in that um, the Texans back up left tackle. Isn't going to play due to hand injury, so they're on their third tackle. If not moving their right tackle over to the to left, uh, if not, then they're on the third tackle. Um, Kendra Green is the starting left guard for the Texans, and still is know all about the bust that is Kendra Green. So left side is going to be sweet. If I am a betting man, I, I would uh, think that we are attacking that left side with everything that we have with Highsmith, Benton, and throwing in a blitz or two in there as well. Corner blitz off the side, something like that. I just I hate that. Uh, we Because we need to get after 
CJ Stroud, because if he has time, he will dart us up because uh, we did just give up like 150 to one guy. Um, pretty high on uh, Nico and Tank Dell. Uh, I think that they can make quick work of our uh, corners. But if as long as we can get to the quarterback, then the ball is going to be coming out um, either behind the wide receiver or up in the air, and we'll be able to capitalize on those turnovers. Um, man, obviously I want the Texans to win. And I think <laughs> they can beat you guys because I don't think the Steelers are that good. Uh, even though we beat y'all bitches? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you guys beat us. Let me let me say your defense shut, beat us. Shut your mouth. We beat y'all. You can't talk. About I can still say that. you guys. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. Uh-uh. This is the us. second. This is the second week in a row where you guys shouldn't have won in metrics at all. So even w. the Raiders, even w the Raiders in the column. W is in the column. It is what it is. And um, man, I think the better QB is on the Texans in this game. Which is sad saying that, considering Kenny's had a whole year, basically. Um, everything, I think the smart play is to pick the Steelers, but I'm going to go with my gut and pick the Texans here. Because fuck the Steelers, actually. Nasty work. Okay. Nasty okay. work. Okay. You guys, you guys have had the easier schedule, I would say, in the AFC North. We have the easiest in the AFC North. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, you just came off the Raiders, and now you play the Texans, really, while the Browns have to fucking go through a lot of playoff teams. That's fair. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm going to pick C.J. Stroud and hope he continues his streak. I think the Texans' defense is playing pretty good right now, and the Steelers' offense is not very good. So I'm going to bet more just – more than just on Stroud in this game and put a lot of it on the defense. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, let's go. This will be quick. Let's go to the Raiders at the Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers to go to two and two. I'm not saying anything. I know Staley sucks, but I don't think they I lose. I know he's fucking trash. This I, is don't, I really don't think they lose the Raiders. This is the second. No. Yeah, this is the second. Worst coaching matchup uh, this week. Coaches are fucking awful. Um, Chargers are awful, man. It's so bad, bro. They really fumbled. They gave JC Jackson the bag, and he's just chilling at home on his Osweiler shit. Yeah, he's chilling. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chargers as well. Uh, the Raiders are just god-awful. I can't see I can't see the Chargers losing because they lose to this type of dumb shit. We literally watched them lose to the Titans, so it isn't impossible for them to lose, but they have to try really hard to lose. I just can't pick I just can't not pick them in this game. The Chargers are one of those teams where it's like you it's the obvious choice, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know when they're gonna fuck up, but they will fuck up eventually. Mm-hmm. I don't see it from the Raiders though, so that's where I'm at with them. Um, let's go to the Patriots at the Cowboys. Cowboys are six and a half point favorites at home. Even though it's just, yeah, just like you said, uh, they're coming off an embarrassing loss. I think that they just blow out the Patriots. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> blow them out? Yeah, I think they get blown out. I think Patriots just walked into a bear that's 
pissed off. I got poked too much and it's pissed off. I think they're going to blow out the Patriots. Yeah, I'm, I'm with. I don't think they're going to blow them out necessarily. Maybe two touchdowns. I guess that's a blowout in the NFL, but I'm not going to. Once again, I'm not overthinking this. Patriots aren't that good. Cowboys are decent or better than decent. They're good. So I'm just going to pick the Cowboys on this one. Let's go to the Cardinals at the 49ers. The 49ers are 14-point favorites. 14? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm picking the 49ers. They start 4-0 on the year. They don't really lose at home. No matter how hard your effort is, Cardinals, it's not going <laughs> to be enough this week. Unless Purdy has, like, a horrid, horrid game, like, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pick the 49ers, but I can't see. I, I can't see the Cardinals covering 14. Is so disrespectful for an NFL team. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> Considering they just beat the Cowboys too. Yeah. So, man. All right. This Sunday night game is not looking good for us, boys. We're, we got the Chiefs at the Jets. The Chiefs are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. You know me. I don't pick against the Chiefs, and I think they cover. Yeah, this is very unfortunate. This was going to be like a game of the fucking generations, bro. Watch A-Rod and Pat Mahomes face each other. We've uh, still yet to get that matchup. I know. The football gods do not shine upon us. Letting Zach Wilson come out here and get fucking destroyed. Um, no, it's going to be Trevor Simeon. Uh, yeah, he might have to go in. I'm also picking the Chiefs and I'm picking them to cover. Um, I think this is, especially the Swifties going to be there. Um, they're going to be vying for Travis Kelsey to get a touchdown. If I'm a betting man, I'm betting Travis Kelsey two touchdowns. He's going to show out for his girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on... Monday night, we have the Seahawks on the road at the New York Giants. Man, I don't have a good feel about this one either. I'm going to have the opportunity to do something hilarious. <sighs> the line is even right now. That's what it says. So oh my Vegas God. also has no idea what this game looks like. The Seahawks can either just be the best team ever or just be the worst team ever. <laughs> yeah, there's really no in between with them. It's kind of annoying. I know. Just be good, bro. It's always <laughs> tough for a West Coast team to come to the East Coast, but this is a night game, so it's not like it's a 1 o'clock where they would think mm -hmm. it's fucking 10 a.m. You know what I mean? Um, and they get an extra day. I really do think the Giants are going to win this game, but I'm going to pick the Seahawks. I'm going to go against my gut on this one. Seahawks? Uh, I'm also going Seahawks on this one. Uh, I do think it'll be a close game, um, but I can I see the Giants making more mistakes than the Seahawks, although I could see the Seahawks fucking up as well. I think there's just like... It's just too much of a layup, and we have to trust in Geno Smith to hold it down. Yeah, I think if Gino plays well and they can get the run game established, I think it will probably be okay for them. I don't really see what, like, to me, the Giants really don't have much to work with. What in the... So how many did we differ on? Six. 
Six. Oh, that's about average for us. We cooled off on that back half for sure when the big dogs showed up. We'll see. We'll see if I can take the lead or if you have a bigger lead on me. Or it might just fucking even out. Like fucking last week, just evened out. Yeah, it might just even out. One of us has a big. He had the lead on me and then I just fucking came back. Raider soul for you. Hell yeah. But I don't even know what. I mean, they definitely sold. <laughs> they they sold like a motherfucker. So go ahead and uh, just read the picks back for me. So we got. You want all the picks? Yeah, all the picks. We do it every week, bro. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. I say, yo, read read the picks for me, and you can go ahead and read the picks. Do your job. So you you want me to? I swear we haven't done this before. Yes, you want we have. Listen to the fucking read or listen to them. I say, yeah. just go ahead and read the picks out for me again, and then you go blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then I and then I close it out. All right, so week four picks. Oh uh, yeah, you're right, but I didn't put it in that way. Um, all right, so week four picks on Thursday night. Bo picked the Lions. We picked the Packers. Um. Jaguars, Jaguars, same. Dolphins for Bo. Bills for Breed. Broncos, Broncos. He always picks against the Browns for whatever reason. He's doubting us. <laughs> he picked the Ravens. I picked the Browns. Um, he picked the Bengals. I picked the Titans. This is crazy. I mean, this might be one of the first times I picked against every AFC. Big Obviously. ass hater. Um, yeah, so he picked the Bengals. I picked the Titans. Uh, he picked the Rams. I picked the Colts. Risky. Uh, mm-hmm. I picked the Saints. He picked the Saints. Eagles, Eagles, Vikings, Vikings. Uh, he picked the Steelers, of course. I picked the Texans. We're rolling with a rookie. Chargers, Chargers, Cowboys, Cowboys, 49ers, 49ers, Chiefs, Chiefs, and then Seahawks, Seahawks to end it. So we picked all the same in pretty much the later games. Hopefully we'll we'll see who gets the dub. Um, have fun over in Cleveland with your uh, your cute little game. Cute little game. It means a lot more than the damn Texans game. It won't matter because the Steelers are number one anyways. Not after this week if we beat the Ravens. Whoever wins the game, Ravens or Browns will be number one in the division. How does that work? We beat you. Yeah, you beat us because we have two division wins. Yeah. And same with the Ravens. All I know is the Steelers are undefeated in the division. You know, as we always will be. So... Thanks again, guys, for listening. (laughs) Thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, You can listen to us on Apple and Spotify and Amazon Music and whatever RSS has us on. Uh, We will be able for you to download and listen to. Again, appreciate everybody for the thousand downloads. Uh, This is a crazy moment. We'll be making a post about it uh, along with the picks. And power rankings come out next week. Remember, next week, power rankings will be out. Uh, updated power rankings uh you can tap tap in and shit on us in the comments uh you can add us on twitter dwc2022 and on instagram defense wins championships 2022 uh we're going to keep going with the segments for uh next week and the weeks after to keep it fresh for you guys so you're not listening to the same thing and we're making sure that we can update our content and be better for you guys 
because that's all that matters is um, being able to please our fans. So thanks again, guys. And this is DWC episode four, season two. And we are out. Peace.